0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's a new year and a new chance for you to make a fresh start with your compliance. For we're going to be bringing you a daily tip, strategy, or idea that you can use to improve your program. Here's your host, Tom Fox, the Compliance Evangelist. Day 30, what is a root cause analysis? One of the biggest changes in the 2020 FCPA Resource Guide' second edition is the addition of a new hallmark entitled "Investigation, Analysis, and Remediation of Misconduct," which reads: "The truest measure of an effective compliance program is how it responds to misconduct. Accordingly, for a compliance program to be truly effective, it should have a well-functioning and appropriately funded mechanism for timely and thoroughly investigation of any allegations of suspicion or suspicions of misconduct by the company, its employees or agents. An effective investigative structure will also have an established means of documenting the company's response, including any disciplinary or remediation measures taken. In addition to having a mechanism for responding to the specific incident of misconduct, the company's program should also integrate lessons learned from any misconduct into the company's policies, training, and controls. To do so, you need to analyze the root causes of the misconduct, to timely and appropriately remediate those causes to prevent future compliance breaches. There are many interesting aspects to this new hallmark, not the least of which is that it begins with the truest measure of an effective compliance program is how it responds to misconduct. This builds upon language found in Confidential Reporting and Internal Investigations Hallmark, which stated, Once an allegation is made, companies should have in place an efficient and reliable and properly funded process for investigating the allegation and documenting the company's response. Now, beyond being properly funded, you must have a well-functioning mechanism for timely and thorough investigations of any allegations or suspicions of misconduct by the company, its employees, or agents. This clearly mandates that once an allegation or even suspicion comes to the attention of the compliance function. It must be properly triaged. Your investigation protocol should kick in with a detailed and effective investigation that is completed in a reasonable time and provide a response to investigative findings. Moreover, an investigation is not an ending point but should be followed up with a robust root cause analysis. This builds upon several sources. The 2020 update also raised the following questions under root cause analysis. What is the company's Root cause analysis of the misconduct at issue. Were there any systemic issues identified? Who in the company was involved in making the analysis? Well-known fraud investigator Jonathan Marks has defined root cause analysis as research-based approach to identifying the bottom-line reason of a problem or an issue, with root cause not the proximate cause, the root cause representing the problem. He contrasted the definition with that of a risk assessment, which he said is something performed on a proactive basis based upon various facts. A root cause analysis analyzes a problem that was previously identified through a risk assessment. He went on to note root cause analysis is a tool to help identify not only what and how an event occurred, but also why it occurred. When you are able to determine why an event occurred or a failure occurred, then you can recommend workable corrective measures that deter future events of the type observed. So what are the steps to a root cause analysis? Well, <clears throat> Marx identifies four steps. Number one, identify possible ca- causal factors using the incident to identify causal factors, things <clears throat> that cause or contribute to the compliance failure. Two, identify the root cause. To find root causes, the primary sources of the compliance fi- violations start with the causal factors and ask why. Three, identify communication challenges. Now ask which root causes are challenges that compliance can and should address and which are not. Four, prioritize challenges. If a root cause analysis identifies more than one compliance failure, decide which failure to address first. Ultimately, performing a root cause analysis is not simply a matter of sitting down and asking a multitude of questions. You need to have an operational understanding of how a business operates and how they develop their customer base. Overlay the need to understand what makes an effective compliance program with skepticism and an which an auditor should bring so that you do not simply accept an answer that is provided to you, as you might in an internal investigation. Marks concluded, a root cause analysis is not something where you can go and ask the five whys. You need trained professionals who really understand what they are doing. We're going to have a quick word from our sponsor, and we'll be right back with today's three key takeaways. So what are today's three key takeaways? Number one, a root cause analysis is now required if you have a reportable compliance failure. This is a significant step by the Department of Justice, but it was presaged by the original evaluation of corporate compliance programs drafted by, largely by Wei Chen back in 2015 and 2016 and published in February of 2017. Number two, there is no one process for performing a root cause analysis. You should select the one that works for you. In my research, I found multiple different types which can be utilized by a trained professional. Number three, to properly perform a root cause analysis, you need trained professionals who really understand what they are doing. And that's the key. They're trained professionals, not simply in investigations, but performing a root cause analysis and getting to the root cause of an event or incident. This is Tom Fox again. Thank you for listening to this episode of 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program. I hope you will join me for the entire month of January where I take a look at some of the significant changes in compliance and FCPA enforcement. 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program is a part of the Compliance Podcast Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.